thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking on the Don't Shoot Your Messenger podcast link. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. On behalf of Chris G, the Rocky Report SP, we want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to our podcast. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is a very opinionated, entertaining sports podcast where we give you the real, the authentic, and everything in between. This podcast is not like ESPN, Fox One, where we're going to be politically correct. Now, we we are not trying to bash anyone. Our goal is not to make anyone feel bad. But we do want to sway you to be on our side. So that's why we said opinionated. This is not news. We will report news on our pages, but we aren't saying that we're correct by any means. But also, we are not saying that we're wrong by any means as well. Before you click, I just would like to let you know that you can find us on various social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook Live, 1230 Eastern Standard Time, on the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast fan page. So please go like and share that as well. You can find us on Instagram, RealGSTM, on Twitter, RealGSTM1, and also on YouTube under Professional Sutton. We will be switching to the Don't Shoot the Messenger page on YouTube, but that's in the coming future. But again, thank you for tuning in. On behalf of the family, we appreciate you and hope that you come back and enjoy another episode. Welcome. To another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Ruck Report. I just want to thank you, my brother, Randell, for definitely letting us know what's good, man, because, uh, you know, we're having some technical difficulties mm-hmm. on my end. Um, but we got it. We got it. And, you know, we starting at 1 o'clock. Um, first and foremost, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, 94.3 WYBC, The Rhythm. Other city. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Home of the Wildcast Studio Morning Show. You can catch good, the Wildcast Studio Morning Show every <clears throat> Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Um, great, great show. We had Marlon Wayne's up there uh, yesterday. Dude is a fool, man. Don't go. Oh, yeah. He he up tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Stress he's, Factory, uh, right? Friday. Yep. Yeah. Stress Factory. You can catch him okay. at Stress Factory. Uh, he was there yesterday. He's there today, and he also added another show mm. tomorrow. He said because it was just a lot. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. he had a great response, so shout, shout out, out to him. Shout man. out to uh, little bro, Doc Kennedy. Okay. New Haven Heat, yeah. Lee Academy. Yeah. It's that basketball life. Mm-hmm. What up, Doc? Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's going on? Doc, Doc, what up? So I'm trying, I'm just I'm just sharing it to all the groups and stuff. And so if you haven't done so, hit that share button, man. Hit that share button. Let me let me let me share it to some more groups here. Chris, you gotta do that um, Bane voice. It's for the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I be reciting in my head <laughs> Bane speeches Yo. all the time. You've been sold a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty <what he> dope. <laughs> Gotham's police chief, James Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So I just wanna say also again, like you know, I know we said it on the last show, um, that you know that we had to delete. Shouts out to my son. He's uh in his wrestling tournament right mm-hmm. now. No doubt. He said he got quack. that first uh, victory, so I'm definitely proud that of him. Boy making him cry. So uh, okay, I'll uh, get him some Mickey D's or something later, man. Facts. You know, celebration. <laughs> um, so you know, shouts out to him for nah, being man. a kid. Don't, man. don't don't skimp out. Get him some Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Oh. <laughs> Spend that money. Spend that money and get All that man some Chick Fil A. Is some Chick Fil A fries? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, man. You know what I'm saying? So, what you say now, Chuck? So, uh, <laughs> and that's for show right off. 
So I don't do so, nothing right. else. <laughs> so yeah, so I know this weekend is you know we had a lot going on, and I wish that we could have got on because the <laughs> NFL. Teddy Pendergrass is the king of R&B. Listen, I like Teddy Pendergrass. We're going to get there. As much as the next. I I can't give him king of R&B. Listen, Aaron, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about it later. First, I want to hit up, man. um, uh, 42 to 1. um, It's on uh, ESPN 30 for 30. Mm -hmm. I didn't check it out yet. We didn't check it out yet. But we um, definitely wanted to talk about the impact of Tyson losing. And it's funny because Mike Tyson said on one of his, um, he, he was saying, he said, everybody keep talking about how I lost, but no one said how, you know, Buster Douglas won. But, you know, mm. for me, when I watched that, man, I was, I'm still sad to this day. I'm not going to lie to you because I, I am and I was still a big Tyson fan. And I wasn't, you wasn't a Tyson fan? No, I, I was a Tyson fan, but I wasn't sad. I was like, damn, man. I think, damn. I wasn't sad because, you know, because my mother was such an avid boxing fan. Okay. Like, I knew looking at him, I was like, he ain't ready for this fight. See, I was so young. And though. I ain't recognized nobody in the corner neither. I was like, <laughs> it ain't no cut man in there. Why the corner man got on a velour sweatsuit? <laughs> That's a pony. He was from um, Best Stop. Just not. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Tyson really won that. If you go watch the eighth round, if correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, it was an eighth yes. round where yes. they, uh, it, it was like a 13 count. Yes. And I, Tyson should have won that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to ask Chris because I don't want to speculate and get sued here. Mm-hmm. Now, was there a fix in Chris or was just the ref? That was just his cadence. Like, so what was you, going on with that? Was there a Chris uh, suit? He don't want to get sued, so he going to get you sued. Go ahead. Was there a fix for the yeah, fight? Yeah, baby. Nah, 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 nah. wasn't a fix for it, the fight. So was that just his cadence and just how he, you know. There's no statute of limitations. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, um, he, uh, the ref was was definitely taking his sweet time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think there, there wasn't a fix. It, it'd be hard to fix a fight at that point with, with a fighter like Buster Douglas. Like, we going to make sure Buster, Buster win. win. Like, yeah. That, right. that, nobody thought that. Um so it wasn't. I don't think there was a fix in for okay. a fight. I just think uh, it was a. You know, I, I just think uh, you know a right, bad yeah. ref. You know, you get you get bad refs all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, bad refs out here every day, B. So, uh, <laughs> yo, but it ain't the same sandwich, B. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I wouldn't say that. I think Appreciate the fight was more of a, a proponent of everything leading up to that fight. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. Customato had been out of his corner for for a few at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he had uh, I was about to say, what the heck happened there? Nah, he nah, did get a, Yo, what just happened? Yeah. Nah, because I had uh, accidentally hit the camera. So we oh, good, okay. we good, we good. Yeah, that is the matrix right there. <laughs> I'm looking like, what the? Like, I ain't even <laughs> take no pills this morning. <laughs> I, am I huh? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I think leading into that fight with, you know, with, with Cus not being in his corner mm-hmm. anymore... He had become what irritates me with Deontay Wilder. Yes. And it, yes. He, I'm yes. just looking for the knockout. Because, you know, Cuss had him. Mm-hmm. Cuss had him setting up the knockout, mm-hmm. which is what yep. makes yeah. a, a power puncher like Mike, like Deontay, just so dangerous mm-hmm. when, you know, they not just – if, if a, an experienced boxer mm-hmm. fighting, you know, a power puncher, if he knows that's what this dude is coming to do, he not gonna try to. He not gonna faint me. He not gonna try to set me up with nothing else. That's all he gonna try to do. Mm-hmm. That's easy to avoid yeah. when you're a yeah. real good boxer. Now, mm-hmm. if you're not, then you know you're gonna get caught and you might be afraid already. So you know you could go down a, a slippery slope. But at this point in Tyson's career, he was. If you ever watched the Great White Hype, 
Yep. Him going into Buster Douglas is almost exactly it's like the true, Great White Hype. True, true. It's the same thing. It's the same but thing. You, but you know what I don't like about how we kind of mislabel what Mike was? People don't understand. Mike was a real boxer. Yeah. Like, his skill level Student was, of the game, man. was way above the power punching that everybody When he was just, with Cuss, yes. Well, yeah, when he was with Cuss, but he knew how to fight. You know, so he knew how to set different things up. I mean, the power was just that one thing that he was blessed with that nobody could withstand. But he knew how to fight. I mean, I give you that with Cuss. With Cuss, without was, Cuss, without Cuss, he became yo. B, I'm I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Iron Mike. I'm the baddest man on without, the planet. Well, I, and I'm I just going to knock you out without Cuss, without Kevin, without Teddy. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, but it Teddy, is, it is what it Teddy is. was already gone though when when Cuss yeah. was still there because yeah. you know obviously Teddy. I'm not even going to get into that situation. Mm-hmm. Teddy and Tyson got a long history that y'all could look at. More than welcome mm-hmm. to look up. Yeah. That matter of fact. The best way to kind of learn about Tyson and Teddy's history, and I'm giving this dude a shot. He ain't giving me no money. Mm-hmm. Go listen to the Joe Rogan podcast when mm-hmm. Teddy Atlas was up there. Yep. He goes into great detail about, about the situation, about his feelings on Tyson, mm-hmm. how they got into that situation, and a whole bunch of things with Teddy's daughter and all. This is a whole is yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, but again, um, at this point in Tyson's career, mm-hmm. he was you know he was a headhunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. looking. He wasn't looking to put in the work. Even with all that being said, he beat Buster Douglas. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, when when you are a headhunter and then you live in that lavish life and you're partying and yeah. you're not focused you and all of this sword, stuff, you die by the sword. But 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 also at the same time, he was he was the youngest heavyweight champion, right? Yep. And he was a young black man in the '80s. Everybody loved not just black people, mm-hmm. but everyone. At that time, it was like the Mikes. It was Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. And, you know, Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? So Mike Tyson, he took his stardom and he was that poor kid. And again, without that guidance, you couldn't tell him anything. He he was, Mike was one of the first black athletes that legitimately had serious mental health concerns. Mm, Yeah. That nobody paid attention to. Right. Because he was that. Oh, yes, he did. Because he was that dynamic. Yeah. You know, so. but you know what? But I think that you know now. You know, I'm glad he got help. I'm, you know, I love seeing the new Mike. You know, him talking about his situation, him talking about everything. But again, but back then, he would hide it, and like most people did back then, they would hide it with drugs. So he would just, you know, mm-hmm. take cocaine, any drugs he can. It's a hell of a drug, right? True. Hell of a drug. And what are you going to tell him? You know what I mean? That he don't already know. And plus, if he said, "I'm gonna do what I want to do," then who gonna stop him? You know what I mean? Especially with Cus gone, you know. Especially with having those people in his corner that he really needed. Mm-hmm. And you saw how he got hit, how he got used. But one thing that I will say is Tyson is not um, asking for nobody's pity. I respect that. No, He's like, listen, no. I was a young kid and I had fun, yeah. and I don't I don't regret oh, none of the life. Yeah, oh, I, think, I life. think Mike is true to his roots. Right, he's true to Brownsville, and he was afforded a small window to do exactly what he wanted to. And what he dreamed about. Yes. You know, so it it is what it is. I mean, the the thing for me is I think there was only one real, in in terms of, you know, us, in terms of African-American fighters that really, besides his skill, had his head on straight. And it was like, that was Sugar Ray. Mm. And everybody else that you go down the list, they had some some issues, man. Tommy Mm. Hearns, Marvin Hagler. Mm. You know, you get up to Tyson. Even Buster has some problems. Mm-hmm. Sugar, um, Sugar Ray has some problems. 
Yeah, Sugar Ray has some. Sugar Ray has some. some, His name is Sugar Ray, but anyway. (laughs) So I digress. Um, So I I mean, mean, I get what you mean, but I I think I think that whole thing and and everything that happened with Mike was not only great to watch, but it was also a great teaching tool Mm -hmm. for everybody else. I just hope that some fighters like Chris keeps alluding to, and and I agree one hundred percent. Like Deontay, get it. Like you could do that joint and become a mean every day. You could do that, but dope. you it's only gonna last till about next year. Right. And I really want, I, and I'm really rooting for him, uh, Deontay Wilder. Like knowing his story, and I want him to do well, man. Like Chris said, eat, young man, eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Brian is a mess. Brian yeah. O'Brien is a mess. Yes, he is. Oh, Brian is on. Yeah, he Brian. is. Be it up, <laughs> my my boys, the Ruck, the professional, and Chris. I swear I'm not gay. <laughs> Greatest sports coverage <laughs> team in the country. Well, I thank you, Brian. We appreciate you, man. My we definitely man. appreciate you, man. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to check that out, and we're definitely going to review that, and we're going to talk about it on our next podcast as well. Oh, because, about uh, Mike and Buster. Yeah, because you know what? Because I want you to keep talking this boxing stuff. Because everybody, see, you know why? Because the way you talk about boxing to me, man, it makes me watch it. It makes me go watch YouTube clips. And the way you put it, it's just like, People need to hear this. You know what I mean? You know what else people need to hear? What's that? That Tom Gully's in the motherfucking yeah. house. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, okay, Tom. Tom. All right. Okay. That Gully's in the house. Hey, and, hey, uh, hey, um, I just wanted to say something real quick. Tom, um, just know that we were on time today. Yes, even, we are, Tom. Even right. early. Yes, even we are. Early. That's right. Just yes, note that, Tom. Yes. Note, note that. that. Note that. Yes. Right. We we were we were actually extra early, but Y'all then had some technical on. difficulties. <laughs> but yeah, so so I really want to keep pushing the boxing more because I want people to hear about it more. Because the way Chris talk about it, man, it's like it just it is an art. You know, I think that we stuck on football, basketball. A lot of people that come watch us, but you know, we boxing, as, as we MMA. saw right, you know MMA. what I mean. And as we saw last week, a lot of people was chiming in like, "Oh shoot, I want to hear about this." So we're gonna definitely start talking more about boxing. You know man, what it you know is. What I mean? You know what it is with boxing? That and man, appreciate you, man. Appreciate is, is, you. It's is what MMA doesn't have that mm-hmm. boxing have. Mm-hmm. Now, MMA is great too. I, y'all know, obviously, I love mm-hmm. MMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, that the sweet science is real. See? Okay. See what I'm talking about? The, That's what I'm talking about, right? See? There. See? When he say the sweet, the sweet science, the sweet science. Listen. There's 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 a artistry to boxing. Yes, it is. There we that go. That you can't get. It makes martial go. arts. Now don't now, now don't get me wrong here. What, what am I wild with that? Somebody throw there this. We go. Don't get me wrong. Go ahead, go ahead, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> wait, MMA. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> Say it, Chris. That boy talking. Say it. Now MMA is great. Uh-huh. MMA is, is wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But there's something. Okay. Okay. About the name. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boxing. Uh. Don't get me started. Y'all don't want to hear. It. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Somebody need to hear this. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. time. Take your time. No, ser- no, seriously though. Oh, there, he there's... going somewhere. <laughs> it, it, it's why boxing. It, it's why boxing. Max Kellerman says it. Said it one time. Great. He said it's the reason why if you came to an intersection, a four way intersection, and at one spot there was mm-hmm. there was a uh, football. Okay. At another spot, it was basketball. At the other spot, it was baseball. And then at the other spot, there was boxing. Mm. Everybody's going to the fight. Mm. If, you, if you came to an intersection, a four-way intersection, and all four of those sports was going on, 
If there's mm-hmm. a big time fight, it beats all of them. That's Every true. time. Everybody's going in. All That's the true. time. That's true. Listen, I just want Everybody to say, wants to see a fight. I just want to say this one thing, people. Listening to Chris talk about boxing mm-hmm. and MMA, it's like watching a Denzel movie mm. when he got that speech. Right. Where he's trying to get your head right. Ha ha. My it. man. Yo, Tom, we, we definitely, we definitely going to talk about. Yes. Uh, too. Yes. Well, no, I wasn't going to say soccer. I ain't going to lie to Tom like that. No. But we, we, but we do need I time. Mean, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was going to talk about No, we ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> but we won't get time talking about it. <laughs> I was talking you know about the Colin time. Jones, Milton McCroy thing. But, yeah, you know, at, at one point, uh, we definitely need to have uh, uh, Tom Gully get up here and talk about soccer. Do. I don't know if y'all heard, but I, I, I was listening to the Tom Gully show, as I always do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As everybody out there mm-hmm. yes, we do. listening should always, always listen to the Tom Gully show. Yes. Seven, seven o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Don't miss six, it. It's actually 6.58 people. Mm, yes. Really, yes. like I said, I said it before. It's really like about, about six thirty because he start the pre-show and he yes, run he it do. into it because he's always on time, sharp. Shout out to Jeannie and Roberta Briggs mm. and, 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 and obviously Brian, Brian O'Brien yeah. and the whole crew that's always there, always showing love. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely got to get Tom up here talking about soccer. But what I was yeah. saying is, Tom mentioned about starting this, giving itself like a like a sports talk show. I'm just saying. Mm. Hey. I'm just Tom, saying, do it. Tom said it, do and it. I told him, I best be your first guest. Ooh. I best be your first guest. Tom, do go. it, yo. Tom, you got to. You have to. He said, I was telling people that listening to Chris Gay talk about boxing is like hearing anybody that knows a uh, subject uh, intimately. It doesn't matter if you don't like the subject, you love hearing them talk about it. That's true. That's right. That's true, man. Facts. That's true. That's why he don't Facts. put raisins in it. Here we go. That's why. Here we That's go. why he's always invited. He likes skin. Tom's got a seat at the table. So, uh, the NFL, man, we was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. I said it's finally heating up. I know Randell, he, he don't agree with it. You know, I'm sure he's listening. Um, I was actually impressed by watching some of the games last week, man. It wasn't as dry and stale as it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Chris is happy because uh, the Patriots lost last second. That Absolutely. was so wonderful. It was beautiful. Listen. Symmetry in motion. I mean. It's a work of art. You just. Yo, it was like I going mean, to our base and I gotta agree with y'all. Like it really was. Like it, like I, I was sitting there like, wow. Okay, I told the Lord and He heard my cry. My, <laughs> my God, put it on the altar, Chris. <laughs> put it on the altar. Brian Man. said that Tom is light skinned. That's why. That's right. That's right. And you know, and and really, and I don't want to give him too much credit. Okay, because I already know that Aaron's yeah. gonna jump yeah. all over this man. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys no, defense. No. No, I'm just saying, don't man. Don't even say he do it. Listen, listen. No. I, I'm not talking about. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Brian said, "Get out of here with this cowboy shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about the offense. Okay, now I will say, Aaron, I had to agree with you last week. I was trying to hold, uh, you know, Dak down. I was like, "Yo, man, let's you know, let's let this young man eat." That shit was disgusting, man. It was hard to watch, man. What Dak? It was really what hard to. I mean, he to, missed a lot. I mean, I know two he... Two picks, fumbles. I mean, yeah, he had a... And he, yeah. Statistically, it looked like he might have had a good game because yes. he had like three and some change. Yeah, man. Yeah. He had to touch down. Yo, he missed Gallup about two or three times. Oh, yes. Wide open for Brown. He yes. missed Amari Cooper a couple times. And yep. then he just made bad decisions. The, but, Their defense kept him in that but, game. But, but, but yeah. this is the thing, right? 
this this is the thing, and this is this is what kind of gets me some time. How Dak played, that's who he is. He know, is but... not a sit in the pocket, accurate, throw stuff one time, hit people when they wide open quarterback. He's not. He has never been that. But what he has been since Mississippi State is he has won tough games. He has made a whole bunch of ugly plays that made a whole bunch of clutch plays that said, hmm, he all right. Listen, and that's what he did last I, week. And, 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 and I definitely agree with what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that moving forward, that can't be your rhetoric who, all the time. Who else is out there? No, I agree. Oh, listen, it's not that who, you go find somebody much. better, but it's, but it's just, just like, like I got to notice it. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. No, no, no. We we definitely gotta we gotta talk about it, and he has to get better at it. But then at the same time, too, and this is this is why. First of all, I don't like the Cowboys, Aaron. I mean, I don't think nobody cool, up here like it. But I don't like the Cowboys. <laughs> but the thing about it is, again, people are gonna take the slights at Dak. It's his second year starting. You know what I'm saying? I get that though. Second what? year, this is third year. Yeah. Well, third year, now? okay. Yeah. So even, but Second even three year starting, years. But, but even, but even three years. Sounded like, uh, like Stephen A. Yeah. No, <laughs> look, look, look. You know, when Dak was at the University of Texas, <laughs> you know, so th- oh, he, and who was his coach? He ain't from Texas. Who um, was his coach? Let's mouth. Um, Bobby uh, Knight. <laughs> when Bobby Knight was coaching, I thought Dak it was Denny Texas, Green, right? I thought it was Denny Green. Dak, who he is? <laughs> who we think he is? <laughs> Damn it. Now you know what, but 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 this is what I'm saying. Nah, we, but again, we give we give all this. We we pay so much attention to these quarterbacks, right? Our quarterbacks mm-hmm. that make some of these. But why? Okay, so just like any other talk show, if we're gonna talk about that, Dak, let's open up the next can of worms and let's talk about Sam Darnold. Don't say his name because you can't. Horrible. Do it. But let's let's talk Horrible. about him. Well, Sam is out right now. Sam but right. even before he's out, I mean, we all knew all that. Right. Look, he made the front page off of two touchdowns. Right. Listen. The next week, you throw four picks. Oh, he's developing. No, he's gonna I'm get not better. giving him no, any I, excuses. I know you're not. I'm just saying, this is what it is. For what the I Dallas disagree, Cow- I disagree. But for with what Sam the Dallas- Darnold. Uh, he was playing. Listen, when mm-hmm. when given, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, the Jets are bad, really bad. Mm-hmm. And unless he the second coming, even if he was the second coming to Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning was really bad his first year because it was a lot of bad around him. Okay. I'm saying when his defense and his run game actually was able to give him just a little bit of help. He played well. He played well, and he he played. He made the okay. Jets look good. So I'm not. I'm not about to. Throw a bunch of pile of shit on no, on Sam Darnold. I'm not going to throw just, all of it. If, if Sam but he got to get hit with a flicker. He got to get a flicker of it. He's a rookie quarterback. I'm telling you right now. If Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. say it. If Sam Darnold, Darnold. say it, tough guy. <laughs> Come on, Danell. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's an inside show, Joe. Anyway, if Sam Darnold was on Dallas, like right now, if he was on Dallas, you think I'd, he'd be better? Yes, better. He'd be even better. I mean, listen. They would lose some mobility that they get from from that, can but they being. But I'm just saying, I'm not. Can okay, it's not so like he playing what, like so, golf. So can we? But can we golf least, first year? But can we at least give credit to the plays that he did make because they did help them win the game? They, but they were it. The, problem, the only reason it's hard for me to give them credit is because they was there all night and it took you till the knife was yes. on your throat to yeah. make them. Like, you could have so been... We can, so I, we can say the same thing for Carson Wentz. 
Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That okay. I will agree right, with. Yeah. With. yeah. I'm with y'all. Now listen. I'm with y'all. I read what you're saying, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is that I think for me, I gave Dak a lot of credit, and I was riding with him like, yo, he, you know, he had Tony Romo, he was learning, you know, Jason Garrett, he's not a good coach, mm-hmm. but watching some of his mistakes is like, you have to tone that down. He's been consistently doing that all year long, yeah. so that's yeah. why I want to talk no, about I, it. I'm not, I, you know I what I mean? I agree. I agree. I'm just the only point I was really trying to make is, you know, we. You have to give credit where credit is due. Right. And then we have to say what this guy is. What he is is what he has been. It's just like, you know, some of the unfair critiques that Cam got when he came to Carolina. True. Cam is not a passing quarterback. Yeah. He is a run-first quarterback. And he has a strong enough arm that he's going to make you forget some of those accuracy mistakes if he has somebody that can take the top off a defense. Well, I mean, I right? think that, you know, Amari Cooper has been definitely helping. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, definitely. definitely, but but even that too, you know, can can Amari be looked at as a one trick pony? You know, because the one route that he runs really well mm. is what they feature him on, mm. right? So how hard is it if you run ten? And Chris, you tell me too. If I run ten slant routes in a row, how hard is it to beat a DB on a double move? No matter who it is, mm, true. Because if I run ten of them and you throw it to me eight times, of course on the ninth if I'm if he like all right, but go. Right. True. What DB in the NFL is not going to bite on that. True. So I think that's a little bit of fool's goal too. Dallas has never, and and I may be mistaken with this, but Dallas has never had a real complete route running possession receiver since Mike Orvin. I agree with that. You talking about what Amari Cooper is right now? Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah so, I agree with that. So that's it. But but again, we talk about the Cowboys. They still are in the worst division in football. So but it's like, like Aaron said though, Aaron, you know, he said what he said. No, no, no. He was he he actually don't like that. Uh, what he said is, uh, let me see, let me find it. He was basically saying, but you know, we should have more touchdowns, but. His but his uh, mistakes is what really kept the Eagles in the game. You know what I, I mean? Agree. I and agree. I'm 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 talking about hitting you know some out routes. I'm talking about hitting some safety valve. I'm talking about him just just straight out missing it, guys. And listen, it's like come it, on, just Dak, like, like Chris like, said, Gallup Gallup was open at least three times on the sideline hmm. where he's hey, laying Jeanette? out for a ball that's like still 15, 20 yards. In front of him. Oh, Aaron said uh, T.O. He said T.O. was a uh, receiver. Well, T.O. T.O. was a great receiver. Yeah. Uh, great receiver. Great receiver. Great route runner. No. Um, he no. was a good route runner. Yeah. I think uh, Amari Cooper is a great, great route, route runner, runner, which is a little different. But T.O. was... T.O. was... T.O. was... He T.O. was physically <laughs> imposing. Yeah. yeah. So, and, if I can get a DB off me at the line of scrimmage, yeah. and I mean completely off me. It don't matter what route I'm running. Ma- yeah. It could be, be a nine. It could be a two. It could be a seven. It don't matter what I'm running. It's going to look good. Underrated. Right, DB yeah. is on the ground. An underrated yeah. speed. Yes. T.O. has. Very yes, underrated. Very, very underrated. Now, like, he could take a top off of a defense, even yes. though you don't look yes. at him. Yes. As that. You look yeah. at him as, you know, you know, he could just overpower you, but yes. he could also burn you. Mm. So now, if we had the comparison. Not in a bad way. And I'm, and I'm not great. In a bad way. <laughs> no usher. Um, and I'm Stop great me. that we're talking about T.O., but it's just like when T.O. and Chad was on the same team together, right? Mm-hmm. You saw the stark difference. Chad, his footwork and his route running ability 
That's how he got open. T.O. was bigger, faster, and had speed. Mm-hmm. So could that's run how a good route, go. but just wasn't. Um... He could run a solid route, but again, in the one route that has never been able to be defended in the NFL is a slant. Mm, it's hard. It was a slant. It's, it's really hard. Random Listen, there are two routes that will always get you a first down in Madden. Mm, yep. A slant and a drag. Mm-hmm. Easiest two routes yeah. to run. Oh, yeah. Well, he definitely can get you. I mean, for me, if I'm just thinking about T.O., I would go slant, drag, post. in route, out route, go route, skinny post. I didn't really like him in the big post. Yeah. He would kind of like in the scene. round it off yeah, a little yeah. bit, but a skinny post was a little bit better. Yeah. Um, those are the routes on the route tree that I like T.O. for. That's mm-hmm. So, it's, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah. But the definitely. defense, I think, going back to your point, which I totally agree with, I think Dallas's defense – is very underrated. Mm. They are a very solid so team. Two-minute linebackers, And, and the thing is, their, their front seven is is very tough. Yeah, man. And I haven't seen them have a really tough front seven in a long time. I think you talk about DeMarcus, you talk about Taco, you talk about the DTs that they're able to rotate, you know, Jalen Smith and Vander, Vanderish. Vander, yeah, Vanderish. You know, like talk, oh, cause, he, cause he went to Michigan. Damn right. <laughs> Damn, Chris. Damn, Chris. So Dallas's defense. Where's is, Kim at? Is Where's really Kim? Good. It's yeah. really good. But mm, yeah. I was more, I was more surprised that. Okay, so th- this is the question I wanted to ask you. Please. So is it really a thing with warm weather teams that they can't play in the cold? Bub is in the house. Henny, Henny. Where was you at for the Christmas party, Bruh. Last night, man. Where was you at? They had plates wrapped up with your name on it. Henny, what up, man? He wouldn't eat none of that stuff, but he definitely would have. It was good though. So is is that true? Is is are the Rams for real? I think the Bears are the Bears for real. I think that it was a perfect storm for the Bears to win that game. Mm -hmm. I always think that. Listen, golf is not a bust. Like we thought he was when he was playing under the that joke of a coach, <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Mm. Um, obviously, he's not a bust, but I think he is. He's limited in, in certain avenues. Like mm-hmm. he's a he's a rhythm quarterback who has to be in a, establish a good rhythm, and if he isn't, mm-hmm. he's not he's not like a gunslinger. He's not gonna like dig you out of big holes yeah. but if you if you got a good rhythm going in the game he he'll keep it yeah he'll keep yeah. it going but as you can see in that game they could never get a good rhythm because they couldn't get the running game going so they couldn't get the play action game going mm-hmm. and you see the the difference between him and a Mahomes mm. yeah see, he, he can't play the thing i'm noticing about Jared Goff is that he can't play ugly mm-hmm. it can't be an ugly game yeah that's true yeah it can't be and, and, and that's the rhythm. Yeah, and, and I think Mahomes is one, and I think even we saw that this past Thursday. He embraces He it. can play yeah. an ugly game. He can play ahead. He can play when it's in a rhythm. He can play when it's a shootout. Just like Phillip Rivers. I think Phillip Rivers is the Oh, he's the perfect the example. Oh. He is the king. It don't if get there no better. is an ugly game. I wish we had a battle I'm, go. Ding. Yep. Like, I yeah. mean, if that right a, there. If there's an ugly game, that I'm, taking, I'm taking Phillip Rivers. True. Because he's gonna win that game. You know what? And, More and, than anybody. And and I really like Philip Rivers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I really liked him. And and just to see how the Chargers really taking that next step 
mm-hmm. forward um, because we've seen it so many times in the past. Like we've seen the Chargers, yeah, <laughs> you know, the like they'll come out. <laughs> Good one, Tom. <laughs> like, like you know, we'll see them coming out, and then it's like they just tank. But I'm glad to see him finally, you know, because he's at the tail in his career. But I'm glad to see him continuing to have that success, man. And I really hope that the Chargers go far, man. And like you said, he can play ugly. Well, and that's why I think a lot of people, the, you know, way, root for him. The way this is happening right now is the playoffs will most likely go through indoor stadium, warm weather, the only cold weather destination that it may be or two could be Foxborough and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, but in terms of the NFC, you going to LA. Mm-hmm. And I think you going to LA with everything else that they have going and them being at home, especially because they lost at home last year, mm-hmm. I think will put them in a better place. Right, right. You know, because and I was watching um I was watching Dion's show last week. So LaDainian Thomason said that he thinks the Cowboys can go on the road and beat the Rams. And I was like, mm. at home? No. Are, are, are they that sound in what they're doing right now to go into L.A. and beat them? Uh, he's not off. off. Yeah, he's I wouldn't off. disagree that much. He's not off. TC. I mean, okay. I'm not going to say, what's up, man? I'm not going to say up, that they're going to go in there and blow them out. But mm. when you're talking about Dallas and running that defense, yeah, could, they, shark teeth. could they make yeah. it close? I mean, look, if you look at it last year, nobody thought Atlanta was going to be able to go into L.A. and yeah. beat the Rams. Shit. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't poo-poo it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do think the Rams are a lot better this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. So it would definitely be a hard and definitely be an uphill battle. But the way Dallas defense has been playing as of right. late, if – if they could do to them what they did to the Saints, which is we're not gonna make this a shootout. Thanks, TC. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get the ball and we're gonna hold it and we're gonna grind yes. to keep um, golf off yeah. rhythm. Yep, yep. It's possible. Now, yeah. with all that being said, the Rams might still win. I'm just I do see a path for them mm-hmm. to win. Don't mean they necessarily will. I do mm-hmm. see a path though. because aren't they on like a six game win streak or something like Who's that? that? Cowboys. Yeah. Five, I think. Five or six, yeah. Five or six. I mean, yo, they yeah. are playing. They are sneakily. Let me good. look it up. Let me not Stephen A. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please check that out. But yeah, no, no. I, I mean, it's not off. Usually, when we talk about Dallas mm-hmm. and we say stuff like that, people are like, yo, are you crazy? But I think that they can. I mean, you know, look what they did to the Rams. I mean, I'm sorry, the Saints. You know, Listen, to stifle the Saints they, like that. They, they made. I didn't see it coming. I, I think again because people are really discounting Dallas's front seven, mm-hmm. they're able to get some. Listen, and the other thing too is, you know, and everybody knows this, so everybody should know this. Up the middle pressure kills all quarterbacks that play this game, right? right? But it's especially problematic for short quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So the pressure that they were getting up the middle against Drew Brees made it hard for him to find certain people. Yeah, five-game win streak, yes. Five-game win. Okay, so, I mean... And there's Tom Gully, five. Yeah, so if they, you know, if they continue to ride it, I I think it may be possible. I just think that... I I, I still don't think that they have enough of an offensive balance Mm -hmm. to go into L.A. where they're going to be comfortable and win a game. Well, you know what? So, you know, looking at, you know, I know you talked the front seven, but also, you know... 
that run game has put him in a healthy position at times. You know what I mean? It Zeke will always in, put you in. Yeah, you it know, put, and it put, absolutely. Like, like, wow. Listen, Zeke has been amazing. And I think when they started to say, we got to get back to basics and give him the ball yeah. and go off of that, mm-hmm. I think that's when they started to turn things around. But the reason I keep saying the front seven, because their back end scares me. Mm-hmm. They have, they're, Say what you want about as crazy and off as Carson Wentz was, there were a lot of things in that secondary that even as bad as they played, Philly exposed, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it, there was so much miscommunication. How yeah, you run in yeah. a cover two and you don't have two high safety? That's true. That's right? true. You leave, the play that, that, that Dallas Goddard had, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. First of all, where the heck was the offensive pass interference? Mm. I did not see that. Mm. That was probably that, the worst. I did not see that offensive pass interference see that. that I ever seen. And and then you and then again, just like Chris said, right? Talking about Dak, and you said too. If Dallas guard, if they keep that touchdown there, does Dak make another play or does he make a mistake? Well, if I'm not mistaken, they scored a touchdown that anyway. That drive. Did they? I'm almost positive they scored a touchdown that but drive. But I think that one would have put that one. That would, it would have been. It would have. It would have been yeah. quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, n- no, because they were behind. They were already behind. Because uh, that was right after Amari Cooper, and it would have yeah, been. Yeah, 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 okay. But, so they were already behind. So, but they wound up scoring. I, I um, a little small, a small Darren dude Sproles. scored. Darren Sproles scored on that drive. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it that ate a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. instead of it being. Would have been like a three play drive with that touchdown. Instead of that, mm-hmm. you got that play, and then the refs do a makeup call and then yeah. call yeah, Cowboys man. or something. Then it was another penalty yeah. on the Eagles, and they went back. Yep. And then you know, I was like, "Come on, man! This yeah. is this is just you, crazy." You can always see when the refs are trying, trying to, to make up, trying to make up the call, yeah, even though yeah. they go, "Oh, we don't do makeup calls." Yeah, okay. yes, bullshit. You do because we seen it like it was like it was like boom, boom, boom. I was like, "Okay, yeah, we know where you trying yeah, to yeah. fix that." Okay, all you right. You see it all the time. You you, you seen it um. In the San Diego Charger game against uh, Kansas City on mm, Thursday, yeah, you saw a make-up yeah, uh, make call. Yeah. They didn't give Phillip Rivers that clear that he got hit while his knee was down, yep. and they didn't call it. Mm. So mm. then, you know, oh, it's eight seconds left. You think it's fourth down. Uh, maybe it's not fourth down. You know what I mean? They always yeah, – yeah. the refs, they do so, make-up calls like it's, like so, it's running out of style. Tom so. said that NFL refs uh, do more make-up calls than Avon. I do want to <laughs> say this, though. I do want to <laughs> say this, and this is not biased. This is just straight facts. Okay. And you know what? I'll dare anybody online, anybody here at the table to mm-hmm. defy this. Zeke is the best pure runner, running back in the NFL right now. I said it. Mm. There's not one running back that if we're just talking about handing off and hitting a hole, is better than Zeke right now. Not one running back. Not one. There might be some better all-around running backs that could pass and catch but just a straight, old-school running back, Zeke is the very best in the NFL. I said it. Yeah. I, I'm Give not, me another I, I'm not going to disagree with that. Somebody out there. I mean, because Somebody Le'Veon on the chat playing. room. I'm not Le'Veon playing, not playing. Even if so. Le'Veon was playing, I'm not gonna disagree with I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put uh, Le'Veon over Zeke as a just give him the ball and let him run through the hole. I wouldn't even give it to him. And I want, I I want to put Todd there. Me too. Really Todd do. is close, but I, but I, but in thinking about and in watching Zeke and what he does, yeah, he can hit the whole way. Even, I, I give you that. Even you that. even over your bias, 
as an Ohio State Bucker, I still have to agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I still I have to because he he is what every college he is what every running back say. Get the ball and just go. Yeah, and that's what mm-hmm. he do. Put your foot in the ground and go. Put yep. your foot in the ground. Okay. Plant. Go. O H. I can see that. I O. I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. I can. Good agree. job, Chris. Good job. My now, boy S is in the building. My brother. Okay, my S. My brother Tom is in the building. I did. You I see. did want to. I did want to. Um, and I was kind of saving this, right? But since we're making a little transition, because I feel it. Hey, Chris, Diana. And Chris just gave a perfect segue of Ohio State. So I want to talk about another one of Chris's favorites, Duke basketball. Mm. Mm. Go ahead. Talk that talk. So watching stuff and reading stuff all week, right? Gotcha. I see everything that's going on with Chicago Bulls. Oh, Jabari Parker. And then they say Jabari, with the two years and $40 million that they gave him, is now out of the rotation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that had me start to thinking. Are Duke players busting the NBA? Well, let me tell you something. I've been saying that for a while. Um, I mean, I and, said, and the reason I'm thinking this, I think everybody needs you're to calm about down. Jabari, uh huh. You're talking about Okafor, uh huh. Who else? Tristan Langdon. I mean, I mean because Trojan, because the the, Trojan, the, the one Trojan, the one that stands out that is killing people is that boy from Chiefs. Kyrie. It's Kyrie. But what I've, I mean, and I really went down the list. Carlos Boozer had a great career. Even, what are you even talking about? JJ. Well, what, what, what had another great JJ career? Good. Yo, what, what's, Carlos I'm Boozer. Just asking. Yo, I'm just Carlos asking. Boozer and Darren Williams in Utah was a low rent version of Stockton and Malone, and you know it. Very and true. they were in the playoffs. Very true. Every year. Very true. Grant Hill would have been probably a top yes. Yes. five yes. NBA player. If I you mean, didn't hurt I mean, his ankle. Duke, like, but like I said, Duke but, basketball. But you keep saying would have been. But listen, but listen. But he wasn't a bust. No, nah, he wasn't Grant, a bust. Everybody, nobody would say Grant. No, it no was Grant just, Hill definitely Grant Hill, was not a Grant no. Hill was here, he had the injury, and then yeah. he became a here player. Yeah. But he was before not a that, bust. But I agree with you. Bust. Like, Duke basketball is like the Oklahoma, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, sometimes I'm, they get there. I'm, it's just, like, I'm just asking because. I've been saying that. Because even when Jabari was in Milwaukee. Right, I thought Jabari was great. I'm thinking he gets to Chicago, they take the leash off of him, and he goes crazy. But how does he, how Hurley. does he fall out? Bobby Hurley, even though he's from Jersey, watch him out. <laughs> but how does he fall out of grace like this? And then we're looking at the recent Duke stars, right? What they doing? Well, Tom Gully said uh, Grayson Allen and his lunchable haircut. Not doing well in the NBA. Man, he, listen, he's doing all right in Utah. He's doing all right. I mean, listen, he ain't tearing. First of all, I did, it was a problem for him even going to Utah. Marvin Bagley is doing okay. Him and Donovan Mitchell play the same position. There's no, I don't know why yeah. you would draft him, but yeah. I won't I won't. should have went that. to Golden State like you said. Yo, he would have been perfect in and Golden State. Shout out to Quinn Cook, Duke basketball yeah. player. Yeah. It's quality minutes yeah. in Oakland, the Bay. Because he's from near though. In the town, no, actually, from I know he's not but, from you know. But listen, listen, listen. He did. He did. First of all, every take that back to Avon Street. Every university has fuck Christian Leitner, but Christian Leitner wasn't a bum. He was not like he was a bum. I'm just asking. It, it was a time. I'm just asking. It was a time when Christian Leitner was in uh, Atlanta mm. that he was the best player on the Hawks, and that's Man. and Mookie was there. Was Stacy there? Stacey Ogden? Stacey Ogden? Yeah. He probably was. I think Stacey was there, too. He probably was. All right, and Christian Leitner was the best player 
on Atlanta for a while. I'm just saying. Yes. Uh, I think to just talk about Jabari. I think the injuries with Jabari has zapped him of the talent that he could have been. And I still think that he sees himself as a certain type of talent that he just is not anymore. Okay. Um, listen, he tore his ACL back to That's back tough. years. That's tough. Off of already having an ACL injury previous to the two back-to-back years where he tore the same ACL. So I just think that Jabari – so many – so everybody ain't AP out here, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody just can't bounce back. From ACL injury, like it's nothing. Oklahoma guy, by the way. Yeah, Oklahoma guy, like it's nothing. And I think that plays a big part into um, Lather is an Olympian. Listen, (laughs) he was a, he didn't get in the game. (laughs) He shouldn't have been on that team. It should have been Shaq, first of all, instead of him. But, you know, whatever. Who is uh, Thompson talking about? Mike uh, Gaminsky? (laughs) Who's that? Mike Gaminsky. That's Charles Barkley's favorite player. Yeah. Listen, anyway. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. Why not, Chris? We're just not gonna talk about that. He must be from Duke. Huh? But we're, what we are gonna talk about, okay? What we are gonna talk about is there have been plenty of Duke basketball players since the year two thousand that have had good NBA careers. Name them. Everybody that's had good in, since two thousand. Name them. Uh, okay, we're gonna go Shane Battier. Daniel Bad- Ewing. Who? Daniel Ewing. I don't even know. Okay, Listen, bad. Shane Battier didn't have a good NBA career. He did. Again, Again I'm, I'm gonna go Carlos Boozer. Trajan Langdon. I said we're going good college. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, all right, fine. So uh we're gonna go um who did I just say? Trajan Langdon. I did not say Trojan <laughs> Langdon. I know you again, you sound as bad as Sam Denard over here. Mm-hmm. Trajan, Trojan, Trojan, Trajan. Like the horse, like the condom. Trojan. Dang right. how you spell it though. Okay, anyway, so uh where was we at? We went. Carlos Boozer, uh-huh. Shane yeah. Battier, Battier. Yep. Uh, JJ, JJ Reddick, Cherokee mm-hmm. Parks, <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie. What's the dude? Nolan, something like that. Go ahead. Yep. Who Nolan, Nolan Smith? Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. Uh-huh. He's actually uh huh. Coaching. He actually yeah. coaching. He be yeah. wearing them bright ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seth Curry. <sighs> go there you go, Tom. We, we gonna keep Listen, going. Seth is he ain't that <laughs> bad. He ain't that bad. I said problem. since two thousand. You bringing out Johnny Dawkins? I said since two thousand. Ah, he said Johnny <laughs> Dawkins. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's a list, Chris. Uh, listen, list. everybody got a list. Every every basketball, whatever house you want to go to, we can go to Kentucky. We can go to Kansas. They all got their list. Steve yeah. Steve Wojciechowski. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, um, yo, Rodney Hood still in the league. Jo- Justice Winslow, he hanging in there, Chris. Uh, Rodney Hood was one tantrum away from being out of the league. Thank you, Tom Gully. I almost forgot. Luau Dang, y'all can't act like yes. Luau Dang. Okay. Yeah. Luau Dang only did one year. Listen, first of all, at Duke, Luau Dang is from Darfur, so we ain't never, ever, ever, ever gonna say nothing bad about somebody from. Listen, he will cut you for real. He got heads in his closet. Real. You so also also on. made like twenty million dollars to sit on the Res- bench. Respect last year. Respect. Jabari Parker. Damn, Tom. Listen, look, like I said, Jabari you is know, going through, you know, some injury problems. We don't know what he Okafor. might be. You don't even remember Okafor's first name anymore. Jalil. Jalil mm-hmm. Okafor. Yeah. Listen, Okafor. Jalil is a professional scorer. I, I just Jason Taylor. I I wanted to stay away from the young young players only because they're still young, so they can still. You know, kind of go down. Be, so, yeah. but I do think Jason Tatum is going to be everything we thought he was going to be. 
I do believe Grayson Allen will develop. We, I still got faith in Luke Kennard over in Detroit. Mm. Um, who else? Who else? Am I? So I'm just, I'm just saying. Yes, it, I mean it's, it's been a hard way though. I can't help it that Duke is so popular that we put so many stars in there <laughs> that they all don't hit. Listen, I thought Sheldon Williams was going to be a prime the time landlord. player. Corey Maggette too, the man. Land, Co- I like Yo, Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette had yeah, a Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette had a decent career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a decent career. Oh, yeah. Kyle Singler is still in the league. Yeah. Kyle that, used to play for forget, the Thunder. Alan Brand. I like Alan Brand, Brand too. Alan Brand had a great career. I respect that. Let's not forget, we put a whole family in the NBA. All the Mason brothers. Miles, Mason, that's Marshall. Very, that's all in the true. NBA. True, that's true, very true. true, true. That's very true. Now, Mason, now, Mason is the only one. Mason that, is the one that's like <laughs> really good. You know. Hey. But you know, hey, listen. But you got great and points Miles though, right? Is, Miles is all right too. I'm just, you know. But Mason is the one. I, it, it struck me to think about it. I'm like, yo. Both, why Aaron, is, both. Why is that Stars happening? Stars and good players. Why is that happening? I'm mm. like... But these, you act you singling out Duke are, like it's the no, only no, no, school. No, no, no. I was... The only Coach, reason I said that was devil. because of everything... <laughs> Can't disagree with you. I mean, you know, I wouldn't call him the devil. He's learning how to uh, come into his ways. <laughs> he talked to Nick Satan. I mean, Saban. Um, he's young. Yeah. In, he's oh, young in his I powers. forgot about Monk, uh, Mike Dunleavy. Mike yeah, Dunleavy Mike had Dunleavy a decent career. He was a solid he pro. A solid good pro. shot. Jason Williams defender. too, man. That was my dude, man. Jason Williams, man. Shut up, man. I'm just saying. Jersey. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. Why? Because he's from Jersey, so now I can't talk about Shut him. <laughs> his dumb ass got on Diller. I will never forgive. It was a show. We on not talking about ESPN. J- yes, we not talking Beg about Jason Dill, And he said, "I'm not supposed to be riding his motorcycle." Three days later, he got in a freaking accident. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, Duke education, though. Jason would have been. Would have been. He would have been a really good Yes. yes. He would have been a really, really good Derrick Rose would have never came to Chicago. They would have been too good yeah. for him to even yeah. draft him yeah. if Jason wasn't yeah. a complete dumbass. But right. he's revived his life yes, and his has. career. And yeah. he's, you know, putting so, that I, so I just saw it, and I was like, because the one thing, and this is the curse of Jerry, right? If you would have just gave Mike his money... And his team, yep. the Bulls will not be going through the turmoil that they're going through. I agree with you, and, and the crazy thing about it is I'm reading all the stories. It's like they're complaining about practices being too hard and too long. Nobody wants to show up. And then I'm going back to, because this sounds like the same story when Rondo and D. Wade and Jimmy was there a couple years ago. And I'm like, how can't they get this right? If they're getting everybody out of town and they're bringing all these new people in, this new blood – how can't they get this right? Mm-hmm. I don't mm. understand it. I mean, they lost the game last week by forty something, or was it fifty? It was. It was That's something after they bad. Beat the Thunder, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, That's after they beat the yeah. Thunder. Yeah, they got booed. Brandon Ingram's <laughs> still a little too young for me to put. I will put him and um, Jason Tatum in like the same, but they're still young, so I don't want to. Mm-hmm. They're both going to be in the NBA for a while. I just, I do think Jason is probably trending upwards more than mm-hmm. Bi is, but. And and the reason I and the reason I asked it is because it not it really wasn't a pick on Duke, but it definitely was. Well, go no, ahead. no, I'm serious. <laughs> it really wasn't because you know I keep watching because I watch a lot of you know the kids at AAU and what's happening, mm-hmm. the kids going through that process and all that. And I'm like, these are the same kids that that these coaches have looked at. Just like and, and Jalil sticks out like a sore thumb to me mm. because from middle school to high school. He was damn near a seven-footer, and everybody's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. he's so great. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he got to Duke and he had a great freshman year. Yes, he did. He really did. Yes, he did. Because I think he has the physical skill set to to get it done. But I'm like, mm-hmm. but you, but you know what? You I didn't think he was a bad defender at Duke. He, he, I really he, didn't. You know what he is? I thought he was a good rim protector at Duke. Mm. But uh, well, his size helped, but he wasn't yeah. like a, a good one. But I, you know what he's like to me. To me, Jaleel Okafor is like Marvin Bagley, except for he's just not a jump shooter. Mm. See, uh, very athletic. High, well, he, well, he's not as he's athletic. He's not Marvin Bagley. Because he's got, like, springs in his legs. But yeah. um, he's athletic. He can score on mm-hmm. anybody, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's a little lax on defense. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. But Marvin, you know, Marvin, because he's able to shoot in the way the NBA works, I also think that kind of plays into Jaleel's you know, uh, the detriment the game has is because the game has changed so much that he's not a real five because he's, t- he's tall, but he's not, you know, he don't got no no weight in that butt. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, he can't really be a stretch four because he's not a shooter. Yeah. He's a he's a back you down, yeah. low post type player in, in the NBA that we live in today. Not that great. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't yeah. suit you to have a if you got a, if you got what's his name from Philly. I'm flaking on his name Embiid. right now. Embiid. You got Embiid. The reason why Embiid is such, you know, is great. And the reason why Porzingis is great mm-hmm. is because, yes, they can score down low, mm-hmm. but they can also take you outside basket, yeah. and hit a three. And I ain't never seen Jaleel Okafor hit a three. It's yeah. kind of, yeah. So, so Aaron said because this new era of NBA, he's an older guy, obviously, is soft and coaching GM have no problem with allowing uh, to be soft, no accountability for the candy-ass player they're drafting, nothing like old-school philosophy. I'm waiting for him to just throw up the rocks, people eyebrow with the candy-ass. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rudy Pooh. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's that's that Jabroni. was a that was definitely good. Uh, that was a good. No, question. but I, you know, I was looking at that because I w- I was saying I'm like, yo, this is how they kind of they're grading these kids like we always talk about on upside. Right. They go to these major universities and then when they get to, to the league, are they really ready? Can they really produce? And outside of injuries, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I just don't think mentally some of these kids are in a place that they can make it work. No. Like, I don't think Jabari was ever mentally in a place no. to share the spotlight with Giannis. I think when he saw well, it Giannis was him. He up, was there before Giannis. I know, yeah. but, I, but I think when he saw Giannis come in, oh, and Giannis, yeah. he was like, mm-hmm. wait, hold up. Nah, it's a different culture. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely a different culture. And this is why I love Golden State, because they find a way to play as a team. And mm-hmm. I think that people continue to forget that the NBA is a team sport. It don't matter how you get it done, but you got to get it done. And to uh, and to Chris's point, mm-hmm. I think the reason why we put a lot of stock into Duke is because they're so, because they're so successful in the college yes, game. Absolutely. So you're thinking like, okay, yeah. it's going to transition – very well into the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a great coach like Coach K, great system. So these guys are, you know, like these guys and, come and out with why, great That's program. really why I pointed it out, too, because we could look at teams like Kentucky North Carolina. and Michigan. Okay, yeah. I know North oh, Carolina, oh, oh, I'm, I'm going to say. North Carolina, I'm going to say. Because I think those players at those type of schools, they don't, like, I never expected anybody from Kentucky to really be nice. Right, 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 right. You right, know what right. I'm saying? Like, Boogie was the anomaly. And the thing is, those teams I because I barely remember Boogie in college. Exactly because those teams, and that's a, that's the thing I think was different with Coach K and and then say Cal is Cal style almost handcuffs the people that play for him, where mm-hmm. 
Coach K, his style kind of highlights time. your strengths, right? Right, because you look at those Kentucky teams. You're talking about a Kentucky team that had Eric Bledsoe, John Wall, I think Boogie, AD, they Macaulay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Carly Stein. Stein. They had all these players that once they got to the league and you took the handcuffs off, you were like see, but oh, see, but see, but nice. see, but here's the thing with Duke, and when you're talking about successful programs like like the Spurs and Patriots. You come and you're going to play under our system. He had to say and, Patriots, didn't he? No, well, well, I'm just saying. I'm a mm-hmm. that is anyway. a valid point. You know what I mean? But so, so when you, so when you look at it, and then again, you got to remember for us, we're we're used to the team mm-hmm. sport. Like, yo, we're gonna come, we're gonna do what we gotta do as a team. Where now we, we look at that Kentucky team. These guys were highly touted individuals. Yeah. Like they wasn't coming in like, okay, we're gonna make this team better. Yeah. They came in like, we're going to try to play all together, and we're gonna to try to win championships and try to maintain these Eagles. And it didn't work. But you saw what Duke did, and Duke was like, all right, cool. And like, how, like I said, how we're used to it. Whenever you see that that veteran team, they usually mm-hmm. do a lot better. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. They do a lot better because they stay long. They, they understand could, the they system. They come in and they learn the game. Right. And that's why I said I'm not going to put North Carolina there because I always felt like North Carolina had a great talent level. Right. But once you let them go in the league, they became something. Think about this, right? And this is why I kept North Carolina where they are. When North Carolina was playing in college – Antoine Jameson was everything. Yeah, man. Nobody paid. Yes. No, I did. Nobody didn't. paid attention to Vince. Carter. Yes, that's true. True. That's true. Nobody. Jameson Vince, was the guy. Vince. Yes. What? Who? Yes, that's right? true. But then you look on that team. Not only Antoine that translated. Right. Vince became what Vince is. Rashad McCants was there too, and nobody looked at him. Yeah. No, we ain't. Because remember, because remember they looked at. <laughs> yeah. Right. Chloe. But I mean, just there are certain players that again once they get the. The leash off true. when it, it translates to the league. So That's true. It, it's different. But I watched, I looked at that and I was like, damn, man, Jabari was good, but was it was it too much hype? No, nah, I don't early. I don't think it was too much hype because I mean we all saw it. I mean, he was him and Rodney Hood was running that Duke yeah. program that year. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously the star and and he had uh, you know, Rodney Hood backing him up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought I would I would go out on a limb and say Rodney Hood has had a better NBA career so far than he Jabari. Has. Hell yeah. He has, you know? Hell yeah. especially when he was in Utah. If anything, you would say, yo, Rodney, like, I see room for you to grow. Why haven't you hit the next yeah. step? I look at Jabari and go, I don't know if there's another step yeah. for you. I also got to agree with Tom. First of all, I got to uh, look at how much love that Brian is giving uh, AD, obviously because he <laughs> plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> so we won't get too far into that. And uh, Sub you know, I do think people I do think people sometimes forget that Coach K is a prodigy of of um, Bobby Knight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back yes. when Bobby was at Army, if I'm, yes. if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Absolutely. And um Absolutely. you know, people also forget that Coach K took over a Duke team that nobody wanted to be at. No. It was a laughing stop. Again, I tell people all the time, Duke mm-hmm. is a law school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody was thinking about Playing for Duke. Basketball. And playing basketball. And Coach K turned that around. So shout yeah. out to Coach K yeah. and his uh, lovely wife and their family for everything they've done for the Duke community. You see this dude? I know. And, I know. Uh, you just can't let him go. You just can't let him go. The Capel family. And just everybody. everybody. Oh. 
Seth Curry. Um, so speaking of a Curry, you, you ain't gonna knock Seth Curry. Yo, Seth Curry. Can I'm shoot. not saying. Listen, I'm not. Listen, Seth, I like him. Seth Curry needs He's his cool. chance. He He's needs cool. to get his chance. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, I he does. feel like he's getting a chance in Portland. I just said Seth Curry. I, I, I like I, him. I want That's him it. to get a real, a real, real, real shot. Kinda what did I say? Back? In Dallas, and he got hurt, and they yeah, and they wanted him back. He just didn't want to stay in Dallas. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. If I get hurt and, and you still – and listen, this ain't no knock because J.J. Barea is in the league for a reason. True. But if I'm Seth Curry and I get hurt and I come back and I still got to fight with him to get – nah, bro, I'm good. Training. I'm going to take my talents uh, to yeah. Rip City. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy that a Dookie is uh, on my professional yeah. Here team go. Here we go. for Portland. So I, I, ride, I ride with Dad, Seth. Bro, he just threw the alley to him, yeah. huh? Now, so in the NBA, you know, we were talking off air. Um, mm-hmm. Again, you know, we, we don't make a lot of stock in it, but we talk about it because people like to hear what we got to say about it. Okay. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, you know, people were like, oh, the Raptors beat them and, you know, this, that, and third, and they didn't have, you know, uh, they didn't have this guy, they didn't have that guy, you know. And again, people make their predictions this early. So we want to talk about it. And the reason why I'm talking about it is because you guys had some great point. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking about the Raptors, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Chris, I'm gonna swing it to you. Then you know, then to Ruck. Your point on the Raptors? Could you could you please tell everybody what you were saying? I think you had a great point um, about the Raptors and you know them winning the whole thing, like everybody talking about. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> the Raptors could make the Raptors could make the NBA Finals. There's no okay. doubt about that. Right. Yes. The, the, with the way the East is, I would pick them over everybody right now, as currently mm-hmm. constructed. Okay. With all that being said, though. I'm not going to I'm going to take a page out of what Steph Curry said. I'm not going to put a lot of stock in in Golden State losing in the regular season. They are you know who who you know who created their mentality, the Golden State Warriors mentality? Who was that? LeBron James in the Miami Heat. Mm. They okay. Among other things, there's one other thing that did it too. But if you remember they always used to go, can they just turn it on and off when they want? And Golden mm. State can turn it on and off when they want. True. Another thing happened to make Golden State the way that they are is when they went for the 72 mm-hmm. and broke it and went 73 and 9, mm-hmm. and they didn't win. Champions. They lost to your former Cleveland Cavaliers, now current L.A. Lakers. Mm. That's how. That's a good way to put that's it, right? That's how they do. They won, right? Okay. Okay. So anyway... I think when they lost, they they realized that the regular season didn't mean as much. Yeah. That, you know, even as great as their regular season was, you know, people still ridiculed them for not winning the NBA championship that Mm -hmm. year. So. I'm so happy. What you looking at? Some comments? Uh, uh, Yeah. No, no, I'm looking. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, why fuck Canada? (laughs) I don't know. Who did something dirty to you in Canada, uh, Brian? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so anyway, I think that, you know, they look at the regular season and they'll come out hard at first, Paul. (laughs) Oh, my God. They'll come out. And if if, if you try hard (laughs) with them. They might go, ah, we're good. We'll try it tomorrow night. They <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> of course, that's what she said. <laughs> Chris, if you want to say pause, I think I wouldn't pay too much attention to it. <laughs> if I would have said pause? If you wouldn't have said There's pause. no way you could say come out hard <laughs> and, and not, not say, say pause. pause. I, I didn't. 
I didn't even catch Yo. it. Go ahead. Of course you. Uh, I tell you, my recorded. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 Tom. I see why you go Yo. solo. Yo, Chris, that's what I'm talking about, son. I see why you go solo, Tom. That's what I'm talking about, son. Yo, I'm just saying. I'm just Look, saying. Hey, phrasing, yo, phrasing, you know, phrasing. you know what flashed in my head when you said that? What's that? That Byron said there doing that Shaq face. <laughs> just... Tom, Tom, Tom. I see why you work alone. Yo, shout out to Dot Dot <laughs> and my man. And they my... call him TD. And my Trump voice. This is why I can't work with them. But go ahead, Ruck. Can you finish? Can you please? I ain't finished. <laughs> yes, that's you are. What, and that's you what done. she said. Anyway. Let's... <laughs> Yo. Tom, I can't. No, I love it, yo. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Oh, finish Ryan, your statement, please. Ryan said, who gave him a gay mic? <laughs> <laughs> yo, Brian. Yo, Brian. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yo, All right, long story short. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris Gay no, came on hard and he's not finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here's right. a short and long of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The Warriors will play. I can't say nothing. I can't say nothing. Yo, Everything I'm about to say is just running, oh, running the way I, I can. The Warriors will play up to the level if pushed, but Good job. exactly if pushed. But if they don't have to, they won't. Mm-hmm. And when the playoffs start, we will see a totally different, very true, totally different Warrior team. Not only because the addition of Boogie Cousins, but because they'll really care. And when, when the Warriors are focused and they care, mm-hmm. they're a it's scary, different. dangerous team. Totally and as well as the Toronto Raptors has looked mm-hmm. against them, I, like I said off air, nobody worrying about no Pascal Siakam and no Fred Van Vliet yeah. when the money or, on the line. Or Kyle Lowry. Because, you know, you never know what Kyle Lowry you're even going to get in the playoffs mm-hmm. just to, you know, just off rip. So You don't know if you're going to get Kyle or you're going to get Mike. The only person I can right. You need to get Mike. Only person I can rely on with Toronto if they were to make it to the NBA Finals Kawhi. is Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I know Kawhi going to be Kawhi every night, and there's nothing yeah. that anybody could do about that. But to say that you know that those players are going to outplay Kev, that uh, aside from Kawhi matching up with maybe you know Kevin Durant, yeah. to say that Fred, Kyle, Siakam, Serge are going to outplay Steph, Clay. Clay Dre and Boogie, no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I don't care. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Um, so the reason I asked when we were talking about it, if you put stock in it, is because, you know, all the pundits are always gonna say, Well, they did it without Kawhi, is this mean that they're falling off, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But I, I looked at it a, a totally different way. One, I think Nick Nurse took a page out of Greg Popovich's book and said, I'm going to sit my guy tonight to see what I got from everybody else. Mm, yeah, And I think yeah. they did that, not for anybody else outside the locker room, but for themselves, for themselves to yeah. see what they have. Confidence. Confidence yeah. builder. Yeah. And I don't think the game and the results of the game had nothing to do with any message sent to Golden State. I looked at it totally different. I said, they're sending a message to everybody else in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. 
that without our God, we still gonna win. We gonna bust y'all ass. Mm-hmm. True. So I'm thinking teams like Philly had to take notice. Yep. Boston had to take notice. Um, Milwaukee had to take notice because say what it is, try or not, with everybody else out there, even Steph coming back from injury, to get a 20-point win, to play as well as the others did play in that game, as Shaq always likes to call them, for everybody else that they got to face in the East, I think they let everybody know and they're putting people on notice, yo, y'all got to come through Canada. And mm-hmm. if you're trying to get to the finals through Canada, it might not happen for you. Hey, look at... Uh, Tom, Tom said, yeah, everybody's... Ignoring the Pacers. No, and listen, Tom. I like the pace. I like the Pacers, but the thing for me with the Pacers right now is they have a lot of good pieces that are playing well. I think when Oladipo comes back, he makes them a lot better. the The great thing that I like with the Pacers is that the young players are getting better. Mm-hmm. Right? The Pacers are going to be a problem for teams like Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they're going just like okay. You can say the Pacers, but I think the team that everybody really forgets in the East that's going to be a problem for these top teams to contend with, Detroit is going to be a hard road too. Oh, yeah. You forget about what Blake is doing. You forget about Andre. You forget about how you know Reggie Jackson is playing, just like they forget about the Pacers. So the Pacers aren't going to be an easy out neither, mm-hmm. right? I, just like I think if they ride through the trade deadline, and I know this is kind of fool's goal for me, but if they ride through the trade deadline and keep the team intact, the Wizards could become a problem for people. If they get their act together and start playing. Right. Well, they, they got Trevor Ariza today. So they did get him. Trey went through. Okay. okay. So All right. Trey no went Kelly, through. No, Kelly Oubre's gone. We got to see what, you know, what that team will look like with Trevor Ariza up there, mm-hmm. how much that helped. They have been playing really well since all the rumors of the trade with yeah. Wall and Beal and everything yeah. like that. So I think, you do got to see. And I think Ariza... In addition of Ariza is a big thing. I think that's why he was so sought after by like the Lakers and I, everybody else. I think else. it could be a good thing. We got to see if the White Howard comes back from his butt injury. See, and we now that's I, that's I'm just reporting the facts. It's that now, he has a butt injury. Now, now that's something that we're not gonna go all no, day on. No, yeah. no, no, no. Because that's what he said to him. Never mind. Go you ahead. Know what? But you got to see. But to me, to me in the East, I would say. I do believe that Toronto is headed head and shoulders yes. above mm-hmm. everybody. At the same time, though, Milwaukee could give them problems, the Pacers, the Celtics, Detroit. Mm-hmm. So you got four teams plus Toronto, and, and I and forgot Philly. Philly. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yo, you got a legit six teams in the East, mm-hmm. a legit six that could, you know, any one of them yeah. with, a, with an injury could swing I, yeah. would, only, I, would, I was about to say that. Yeah. I would only say the only team that could get an injury and still be where they are is Celtics. Boston. Yeah, yeah Celtics. Boston yeah. can withstand an they injury. They can withstand an injury. They've even, proven even, that. Even I think this, too. I think Toronto could withstand an injury if it's not Kawhi. Uh, yeah, Kawhi. <laughs> or Kyle. No. I think. See, that's it. my thing is I think Van Fleet and Darrell Wright and everybody else that they have there, they can withstand a Kyle injury. I mean, Because, I was, because we haven't yeah. seen... Him be what he is in the regular season in the postseason. In the postseason. Right. True. So they can withstand that, but I think anybody else, no. Right. No way. He picked the 76ers in the East. He picked the 76ers. 76ers? Mm-hmm. Really, Brian? Well, listen, with the addition of okay. Jimmy Butler, uh, listen, I mean, obviously you got Simmons and you got Embiid, but Jimmy, he from near though. 
Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean, he's yeah. one of them type of players. He, he's that dude, and um, you know, by far, you know, he's the toughest player in the East. Did y'all you know? did y'all so, see the report that uh that Jimmy had when he talked about what actually happened in that practice? Nah, what he said. I seen some of it. So he said he there. only shot the ball one time. Mm. He said he took the dudes and he only shot the ball one time. He said everything else, he was getting every rebound, he was locking mm-hmm. everybody down, he was dropping dimes, but he only shot the ball one time. And he said the reason that it happened like that is because the owner and the GM came downstairs and told him, he said, you going to practice today. Even if you're telling us you hurt, you're going to practice. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah, I'm not going to practice, I'm hurt. They was like, you going to practice. He said, all right, bet. He said, well, I don't want to play with the starters. All right, no, they said, you're going to play with the starters. He said, no, I'm not. I'm going to play with the third-string players. Dang. <laughs> Bust, they, dude. Well, look. If, look, ahead, at, look at Minnesota. Look at Minnesota. Yeah. Look at them. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about, and we, we've we bigged them up in the past. You remember? Yes. Them. You know what I mean? The yes. talent that they got. And at the same time, it's like, what are y'all, mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a disconnect between coaching with Tibbs and the players and the upper management. Because I'm surprised Tibbs is still there. I am surprised too. Mm. They should I'm be so much turned out, man. It's a, and, and also, a lot of their stars have not met their potential. No, Cat, I remember it was. I think it was two or three years yep. ago, and it was who would you start your NBA franchise with? Cat was the number one the guy. guy. Mm-hmm. He was the number one guy. And I mean, to me, right now, he's not even an all star. Nah. No. No. I mean, because you, you putting him over the Joker? No, absolutely not. And again, just a real quick <laughs> shout out, because people keep downplaying it. Okay, what y'all saying? Derrick Rose is averaging double figures off the bench. Mm-hmm. Oh, Derrick Rose is finding get, his groove. He man. getting them buckets. Just like buckets. people talked about Shots when he was him, bad yeah. in New York. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is averaging 18 points and some change in New York. And he averaging at least 15 off the bench. Mm-hmm. For Minnesota, so let me last month, right? Yeah. It was the last month. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, he just had he just had what twenty five last week. Like D Rose, laugh mm-hmm. if you want. Plus, remember that Adidas money is at three stripe still life. Rolling. Still rolling, right? Still rolling. It's real That's right. Still smoking. Just yeah. saying. But I had to, you know, talk about that because you know, like I said, I think people wanted to hear us, you know, talk about that, and you know, it was, it, you know, it was. You know, definitely warranted, but you know, like I said, we'll see come playoff time, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I think we all we kind of know what's going to happen and who's going to get there. But I think that seeing the process of it happen, you know what I mean, and I think that you know us really get a chance to see the East knock each other mm-hmm. off. You know what I mean? And, well, yeah, and, but people you know, people complained this year when Boogie signed to Golden State that mm-hmm. y'all ruined the NBA, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at this and I'm going. What are y'all talking? Yeah. The East. It's been the, even more competitive. Yo, the mm. East, since LeBron left yes. the East, the East hasn't been this competitive mm-hmm. in yeah. decades. Yeah. True, yeah. Decades. Yes. And then you look over and you look at the West, and I mean, yes, everybody expects that Golden State yeah. is going to be the number one seed, but they're not as of right now. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Oklahoma has been playing good. Mm-hmm. Clippers have been playing good. Yeah. Denver have Nuggets have been playing amazing, great. even though they got an injury going on with um, – Paul Millsap. Not just Paul Millsap. Um, Will Barton? Nope. Gary. Um, the kid from Michigan State? Their point guard is out. 
Oh, he's out too? Yes. Out. Oh, wow. He's out. But I mean, you know, listen, they still got the Joker and they still got a whole bunch of other, you know, yeah. good players. But, but that's an impressive team too. You got that's a very Portland, who just beat Toronto yep. last night. Does yep. not forget my boys, Damon mm-hmm. CJ up in there mm-hmm. in Oregon. And um, Houston just beat the Lakers. James Harden had a big triple double. And he had fifty piece too. Here's the thing, right? If people, people not recognize it, Houston is uh, two games from the from, last from season last, yeah. in, yeah, in yeah. the West right now. Yeah. So you know, are they gonna make their run? I think, but I don't know that you know, for sure. You know what? Shout, shout out to NBA TV and shout out to Grant Hill because he made a, a very good point. Duke that, guy, by the way. Yes, a Duke guy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Right. He made a very good point. His opinion was that the West is is going to stay kind of jumbled up for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is going to be any clear separation. I think because of the trades that went down and because LeBron has entered the West, teams are not only trying to find themselves, but it's some pieces that teams need that, that they're just not there. Mm-hmm. And I think with LeBron going to L.A. and all the pieces that came there – you know, like, say what you want about Golden State, but they're missing JaVale McGee, you know? Well, say, listen, I, and I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. every time Kevon Looney touches the ball, I feel like something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he is mm-hmm. – I understand, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he true. does play good mm-hmm. defense and, you know, he's like a hard-nosed player, but especially with the injury to Damian Jones, so now they don't got, like, a, a center that can get up and catch it. JaVale McGee was great because yeah, he was a great defender – he could recover, mm-hmm. and I mean, he couldn't shoot as well as Kevon. But, but he can finish. As far as the finish, the giving goals, the picking rolls, that was Got him it. all day. Okay. And 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 that's what they're doing with him in L.A. And that's what they're doing with him and in L.A. That's why he's doing good. That's why they were trying to go get Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Golden State was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could add a player like Tyson Chandler. We could get this Kevon Looney guy on the bench, mm-hmm. and you know we could do do a little better. I think personally, mm-hmm. after All Star break. Golden State is going to get in the gear. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, Boogie's going to get into the rotation. Yep. And they're going to go on a run. That's going to be crazy. Once, once they get closer to, all right, we got to get in the playoff mode, you see them start to tighten up because mm-hmm. they want to start getting their stuff together. Yep. I, I put it to you like this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say after All-Star break, they they lose less than five games. Mm-hmm. The rest of the yeah. way. I like that, yeah. The rest of the way. You know what? We're going to see something epic. Four. No more than four. And, and, and the other thing, I'm sorry, Coach. No, no, but, but the other thing I think that needs to, needs to be looked at for a second is that and, and we, gave, we gave them a lot of praise. We gave Magic and Rob a lot of praise for everything that they did in putting some pieces around LeBron. They still need to make a move at yeah, the man. trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, they need yeah. to make a major move. But they're trying to win yes. this year. Because where they are now is okay for middle of the pack. But it's not enough. However, they're going to need to, to make a real solid move. Now, who would you who would you like to see them get to really be contenders? Okay. So this is going to sound totally crazy. Nah, you smart, man. Come on. Cut this it is out. going to sound totally crazy. I think low risk, high reward situation. I think they do need to talk to Melo. I think they do as an addition, as a, in terms of a trade, right? What I would like to see them do is to maybe talk to Phoenix, right? 
I know, like Brandon Ingram and all that stuff. But I think maybe you move on from Brandon Ingram, get an early draft pick back, Mm -hmm. but get somebody like a Josh Jackson, another athletic wing for that can play and is still going to be able to run and defend. But he can't shoot. I know, but right, but you know, you know why? Because I feel like the the one piece that the, I think the Lakers are missing that they discounted was Julius Randle, mm-hmm. and I think you see how he's been helping New Orleans. Very good in New Orleans, right, right now. I think you have him on that Lakers team with LeBron. He's a defender. He's tough. He can finish around the basket. He's not a great shooter, but he can hit that mid range, top of the key. And I think again, with the addition of Melo, even though defensively you're going to take the laps. Offensively, he can still fill that role. And the biggest problem they have, if you watch a Lakers game, it's that second unit because they don't have anybody that they can say, okay, go ahead and go get a bucket. They can run type of plays to get people open, but it's not happening for Zoe. It's not happening frequently for Josh Hart. They depend too highly on Kuzma. And then Lance is only doing what Lance does. They need somebody that they can say, here, get a bucket. It's a low risk, high reward. He's out there for nothing right now, and that will help them compete. I, I think. It, I think it really. When we were projecting the Lakers probably being six, seven, I think it puts them solidly in the, in the four to six category. Because I think the other teams, like I think Houston is going to make a run, but I don't see them climbing too much of that ladder. You know, because another team like like Chris had pointed out now. People have to contend with Portland. People have to contend with Denver. Remember, these were teams, I think Portland made it last year, but Denver just it. missed. Just made it. You know, but Portland, just I missed. mean, but but Denver just missed. They're not going to just miss this year. You know what I'm saying? So if, if, if the Rockets have a slip after All-Star game. It's possible. You could be on the outside looking in. I mean, Good what, point. what are we going to get from Utah? Is Utah going to be around? What's going to happen? Utah's struggling at the moment. You know, Utah's struggling at the moment, but the Clippers have now solidified where they are. You know what I'm saying? So it could be interesting. You know what the Clippers remind me of? The job that Doc Rivers did in Orlando. Oh, when he had Tracy and all of them? Because, you know, he doesn't really have a star. But it's like he does better when he has, like, you know, just Just good to role players. Let me take that back. The one trade that I would do if I was the Lakers, take all that back, scratch all that, right? Give up Ingram and all that stuff, yep. right? Go right across the hall, get Tobias Harris. Now, that's a, that's a strong addition. That's a very strong addition to what strong they do. Addition. It is a strong addition. Give it, get Tobias. I mean, if, if LeBron wasn't on the team, I would say yes. Mm. But LeBron's on the team, so I look at it as they're going to run LeBron's offense. Okay. So to me, to run LeBron's offense, you need shooters. And mm-hmm. even though Tobias isn't a bad shooter, I still don't look at him as a shooter. Yeah. How did they let How did they let Corver get get away and get to Utah? That's a, that's and he a, didn't. I was like, Well, here's the thing. Here's what they should do. Here's to me. This is what they should do. Mm-hmm. They should go and get one of these two players, and I think that would le- legitimately make them a playoff contending team. Okay. This year, possibly keep this person for years to come. Two players. Okay. First one. Is Bradley Bill. Now, the reason I say Bradley Ooh. Bill, yes, because obviously, yes, Bradley Bill and John Wall was on the trading block, but you mm-hmm. know, you got to take Bradley Bill's contract. You're going to have to lose some players for Bradley Bill. Yeah. But what you get with Bradley Bill a is a legit player. shooter, a mm-hmm. legit, young, 
in his prime shooter to pair up with LeBron to get mm-hmm. him open shots could mm-hmm. be that could be devastating for mm-hmm. anybody. And you you wouldn't mind giving up a if you got to give up Bi, you can still keep Kuz, you can still keep Hart, mm-hmm. and you could you know get a player like um you know like him. The second player mm-hmm. is going to be a little more controversial. And y'all gonna be surprised that I say it. Okay. But this is a guy that can shoot and that is is Kyrie like. Okay. And that's Dame Lillard from I Portland. I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that. And that's Dame Lillard from Portland. You, you ain't gonna like that going to But they gotta give up the entire farm for Dame. Listen, here's the thing. You gotta move Zoe. Yep. And listen, Zoe don't work to me. Zoe don't work with Bron anyway. Mm-hmm. So you gotta move Zoe. You're probably going to have to move a B.I., maybe a pick. Maybe you got to move a Josh Hart. I don't know. You're going to have to do some stuff because you ain't getting Dane for nothing. Nothing. But if you put Dane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agent Agent Zero. Talk about it. With Bron. Sheesh. And and if in some magical world you could pull off getting him and Bill with Bron, oh, but that's a real threat because what you do with that mm. is that plays that plays exactly to LeBron's strength. And I don't even know if he's ever had a team where he had not, two not legit like shooters, not legit like shooters, and another person with the mentality like that. that, yo, give me the ball. I listen, will go get this listen, bucket and game. Not, not only does it solidify them like you said now, but for years to come. Years to come. Because now. Both still young. Because now what that sets up is. It's AD. easy to have a conversation with AD, AD yeah. and Boogie. Mm. It's very easy to have a conversation with them, right? It's very easy to now, regardless of what KD said, to have a conversation yeah. with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it's almost it, KD both, too. Why would you not KD exactly, too? It, KD too. I still listen, don't see that. I and still listen, don't see now it. I don't see don't, it, but I'm just saying. Listen, though, but like let you me, said, let though. me say this, man. Don't believe all this sucker ish that he be talking. That he's talking about is toxic or whatever, because I guarantee you this summer he's going to consider becoming a Laker. I don't believe. Now, how that. about Rondo? How about Rondo? Because I know he, you know, hurt. But like, I how like about Rondo. now? How did he like fit Rondo. into? You know, we you keep I don't Rondo there. Don't, don't, listen, don't matter how he fit. What matters is the keep LeBron that, fit with Bill True. and Ordain, because that fit right there mm-hmm. yeah, would crazy. make him. It would. It would put again. It plays into his strength. It's. He can he can control the offense because Dame doesn't have to. He's not he ball down. He can play off ball. He does it with just CJ. fine. Yep. Exactly. And as far as Bill is concerned, obviously he doesn't handle the ball. You're two guard. So mm-hmm. I think it could work really, really well yeah. for him I, I if you. he was to do that. I feel you on that. As That's far as KD smart. is concerned, I, what I personally think KD is doing is he's he's doing one or two things. Either he's trying to keep people from going to L.A. because he don't want to have to deal with mm-hmm. L.A. being a legit contender against Golden State, or what he's doing is poisoning the well so that when he goes to his team, those players want to go play with him yeah. instead of go playing LeBron. See, I don't really think, to me, it doesn't feel like it's – it don't feel real haterish to me. You know what I mean? But that's that's me. I'm not so, as cynical so to real, uh, real quick, KD right? as others. So, real quick, what, what are – the potential destinations for him? I would say New York. New York, New York. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers. After, maybe Boston, but some things got to happen. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Because here's the thing. He wants to go... If he wants to get this stigma off of him that obviously annoys him and bothers him, that people think that he had to go join the Warriors to win a championship and it's not really his team, it's Steph's team, and go do it by yourself. He has to go to a a a real, real destitute franchise. And there's only a few. And I don't think he's going to the Brooklyn Nets. Or or he may need to do what LeBron did. Do what? He may need to go back to where he started from. I don't think there's room for him in OKC. No, I, I I think the hate. I don't want him there. Yeah, that's what, what I mean. Like I feel the hate is if too he strong. Wants to, if he wants to get that off of him, you gotta do that. He may have to make a move like that. But then, or he may have to really go home, home and yeah, go to Washington. I don't now, see Washington either. Now, and I don't then, think he will want to play with now. John and then, Wall. and then we're gonna wrap it up. But I think that if he does what you say, go back to OKC, then it's like you're just trying to follow LeBron, and I think mm. he does not want that. He does not want to be in LeBron's shadows. The Knicks. If he can bring the New York Knicks back to prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If any player can ever bring the Knicks oh, they will back be to legends. what they you're used to be. You're that guy. You're that guy. Right. Now, so, um, you know, we are about to wrap up, um, you know, because we we did our due diligence for an hour and a half, man. Shouts out to my brothers, man, and just been, you know, action-packed, man. And, you know, Tom, uh, Brian, Aaron, everybody that tuned in, man, we appreciate you guys. Um for the weekend, man, what do, what do you guys got planned, man? What do you guys want the people to check out, man? Anything that you guys are recommending? How about that Spider-Man movie? I know you were talking about Spider-Man, that Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay. That's, that's all I want people to see. Because, right. I, like, I really, like I said in my post last night, like, I really feel like, you know, the culture had a big step in a move with, mm-hmm. you know, Black Panther and everything with Wakanda. I think the fact that Miles Morales is is a minority, um, African-American and Hispanic. I think that's it right there because you're talking about now um, diversity among characters that has never been seen. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's just a it's a dope... I, I mean, Marvel always does a great job, but it, it's just a, it's a dope movie. It has a dope message, and I think it's good for kids... You know, not even just our kids, but all kids mm. to see that type of diversity. There were two women that were that were spider um, spider women <laughs> in in there. You Spideys, know, yep. Doc Ock was a was um <laughs> was a woman. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was dope. I, I loved the way that they did it. I think it was great, and um, the story was really really good. So I just just think for that too, man. Push continue to push the culture forward, man. Mm. Go see that. What about you, Chris? Well, um, I would say a lot of people are going to be watching the Canelo fight tonight. Tecate. And you'll be watching his first uh, you know, fight at 168, super middleweight. But it ain't going to be a good fight. If you want to watch a good fight, okay. on ESPN tonight, there'll be Gilberto Ramirez versus Jesse Hart, too. If you haven't seen the first fight, you can Google it. You can go on YouTube it. This is this should be a phenomenal classic boxing match okay. that we're gonna see. That, I mean, they went to war in the first okay. fight, and okay. I expect the same thing again. So, if you want to watch a good fight, don't watch the Canelo fight. Watch this. Uh, be bolder. Don't be bold. <laughs> Leave the Tecate in the fridge. <laughs> the fridge at the store. Leave it at the fridge at the store. I think uh, ESPN is sponsored by Bud Light. Go get that Bud Light and. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and or, or maybe it's Hennessy. I don't know one of them. Hennessy. Go watch. Go watch that Gilberto 
Ramirez versus Jesse Hart 2 fight. That is going to be a really, really good fight. Shout out to my boy Lomachenko for winning his fight last week. I know it wasn't the... I told everybody to go watch it, and it wasn't the typical Lomachenko fight. But, you know, this is his first fight back since, um, you know, having shoulder surgery. So, you know, he'll 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 wipe the dust off. Him. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, I'm just going to be chilling out, man. I got to finish these exams. I'm almost done with school, man. I cannot wait. Um, but if you don't know, man, tune in Monday, man. Check out the Juan Castillo Morning Show, man. Your boy will be up there. And true, true, true. Definitely want to thank, thank our sponsor, 94.3 WYBC. The Rhythm of the City. There we go. Yes, man. <laughs> you know, don't bury the lead. You know, I'm going to be on the Juan Castillo yes, Show this week. Yes, he will. You know, yeah. I'm talking about in my in my best uh, Mayfield, uh, uh, Mayweather voice. You know, people that don't know shit about boxing. Um <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I said, plus shout, like you know, shouts out to Juan because we're gonna have he want Ruck to do like a whole like when like when college basketball come and like the playoffs, like he want Ruck to be like the point guy, man. So okay, okay. I mean, yo, listen, we slowly take him over, people. man. It's the rock. So uh on that <laughs> note, man, uh thanks again for tuning to another edition of Don't Shoot the Master Podcast. I'm your boy Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy Chris G. And it's your boy the Ruck Report. Cheers. Peace. Mm.